Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Please stand for the gospel reading from Matthew chapter 5. Listen for the word of God. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand and gives it light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts. Be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Yesterday, Sandy Springs UMC, you let your light shine. 52 of us gathered in our fellowship hall from 3 to 5 p.m. to pack meals for Rise Against Hunger. We packed 10,112 meals. It was... <clears throat> they would ring a gong at every thousand meals. <laughs> uh, but the place was joy-filled. It was collaborative, all hands on deck, with a little bit of healthy competition sometimes between the tables. It was intergenerational. People of all ages could have a true impact. Uh, And we knew that what we were doing was making a difference along with other church communities who participate in Rise Against Hunger so we can have an even stronger impact. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your generosity and all that you did. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Jesus uses this powerful imagery in the middle of his Sermon on the Mount, arguably the greatest sermon of all time. He starts his sermon right before this passage that Lauren read beautifully for us with blessings called the Beatitudes. It's when he says, blessed are. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek and the merciful, the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Theirs, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are, Jesus says, my children who are suffering, who are outcasts in this life. You are beloved. You are welcome. You have a home in my kingdom, even and especially when it feels like you don't have a safe home on earth. Blessed are, says Jesus, blessed are my children who work for peace 
and righteousness in my name. In a world mired in violence and injustice, you who seek my ways, especially when it's hard, when you are criticized or persecuted, stand strong, take heart, have strength, for you are pursuing my glory. Blessed are, Jesus says, the pure in heart, the meek, the merciful, in a world where anger and division and hostility reign, when people are quick to judge, slow to listen. You are a gift to the world, Jesus said, when you live instead in my way of love, when you deny yourself and follow me. Blessed are you, Jesus said. Then he goes on to our passage for today, saying, Now you, you, my followers, you are salt of the earth. Do not lose your saltiness. You are the light of the world. Do not hide it. Do not hide it under a bushel. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Now, I have a very important question for you this morning. <clears throat> is anyone a fan of Star Trek The Next Generation? Or is anyone, you know, willing to admit that publicly here? Well, I watched it growing up, and while I am not ashamed of the gospel, I'm a little bit ashamed to share with you this morning that I've seen every episode, some of them more than once. In this series, the captain, Jean-Luc Picard, played uh, impeccably by Sir Patrick Stewart. He would gather information for what's needed and whatever mission was ahead, discern the best course of action. Then he would look out at his crew and he would say, make it so. Well, friends, this is the portion of Jesus's Sermon on the Mount when he has explained to his disciples and that crowd that is increasingly growing around him who he is, who is blessed, what it means to live into the kingdom of God. And now he looks out at them and he says, make it so. Be the salt, be the light, do good work so that my kingdom comes on earth as it does in heaven, all to the glory of God. Make it so. Now, salt isn't very useful on its own. Salt is added to something else to make it better more flavorful, to make it come alive. Light, too, had particular resonance in the ancient world when there was not electricity. When it was dark, it was really dark. So light is a huge gift that allows people to see, that keeps them from falling. Jesus is saying, you, my children, like salt and light, you exist for others, others in my name. Bring my kingdom Bless those that I bless, be peacemakers, pursue righteousness, seek justice, love mercy, walk humbly with me. Shine your light and be hope for a hopeless world in order to glorify God. Make it so. As we move through this pandemic, it is an extraordinary gift that we don't take for granted that we can continue to engage in more and more in-person ministry opportunities, especially as we move towards the Advent and the Christmas season. And what greater privilege is it to be the church in the world, a world that can feel hopeless, mired in division and conflict, feels like immune to violence, quick to anger and slow to listen, what a privilege to be a church that shines the light of Christ early and often, but instead can live in the way of the love of Jesus Christ boldly. 
our theme as we move into this season is come home for Christmas. We're going to worship together. The sanctuary will be transformed with poinsettias and greenery. We will light that Advent wreath each Sunday of hope, of love, of joy, and of peace. We will literally shine the light of Christ in this space and share it with the world. It's a wonderful time to invite others to join us. On Wednesday, December 1st, we are going to gather together on our front lawn to literally shine our lights. We're going to light up the lawn, but we're also going to share our love outwardly with the community. We're going to make Advent calendars together. There's going to be a very decadent hot chocolate bar. Our children will sing, and then we'll have a beautiful moment where we turn on the lights. We have new ones this year. We're really going to illuminate the front. We're going to shine the light on our nativity set so that Sandy Springs knows that we are a community of light and of hope this season every time that they drive or walk by. On Sunday, December 8th, we're partnering with the city's annual Sparkle Sandy Springs event. We are walking in the parade. We're going to provide hospitality on our front lawn. The parade's going to go right by our church, and so we are going to have a presence here, again, with games, with hospitality, Song of Atlanta, which is a women's chorus that rehearses here every Tuesday night as a partner of ours. They are going to be providing music. Our share team is hard at work uh, to figure out how we can provide the best hospitality, but also connection with those who are here. The city is going to let people know that this is a place they can watch the parade. Uh, we've got a sign-up sheet if you want to walk in the parade or help on the front lawn. You can also talk to Brittany about that. We'll have an Advent devotional to nurture our spiritual lives, an angel tree with opportunities to give back to our community partners, to be salt and light for those who are in need of that this Christmas season. And of course, for the first time in two years, we will gather back into the sanctuary on Christmas Eve. There will be a pageant put on by our children. We will light our candles during the singing of Silent Night, and we will hold them high as we sing joy to the world, as a testimony to the greatest light the world has ever known, all to the glory of God. You, Sandy Springs, are salt and light. Thanks be to God. This is, as you've heard, pledge season, the time when we ask you to prayerfully consider, if this is your church home, what you can give financially to this church in 2022. And your giving, your generosity, they make all of this ministry possible. Your gifts are salt and light to this church so that the church can be salt and light to the world. Thank you, thank you for all that you have given this year and an extraordinary year so that we can continue and to be in ministry to seek first together the kingdom of God. Why pledge in 2022? In our last worship series where we walked through the characteristics of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, we looked at one of those characteristics, giving. Giving of our financial resources and is an essential part of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. We grow in our discipleship journey when we recognize that all that we have, it comes from God. So we engage in the spiritual discipline of giving back what we can to God. One reason to pledge is for our own spiritual growth and health. Pledging helps us to set an intention about how much we will give back to God and 
win. It's one way of shining our light. Maybe you're somebody that in your faith life, you give periodically or when you have something extra left over at the end of the month. And that is good and that is holy work. But if you've never pledged before, I invite you to prayerfully consider doing so for the next year, setting that intention, going over your budget for 2022 and setting aside what you can give along with groceries and mortgage and vacation, school tuition. Add church to that list, then make it a habit. And just see, just see how your spiritual life grows when you set aside that money first. In our house, we set aside our pledge to be withdrawn automatically from our bank account on the second day of the month. A check gets mailed from our bank here to the church and it functions like other bills. So we don't give ourselves a choice at the end of the month. You can easily set up recurring giving um, online through our website or talk to your bank. I know some of you prefer to actually put that check in the offering plate, which is a gift too. But if you're like us and you'd like it just to go out automatically, uh, that's a real way to set that intention. And if you happen to miss a month or a week or you don't have your checkbook with you, you can be sure that that giving still goes out. If you have pledged before and you are able this year, I invite you to prayerfully consider whether God is calling you to grow in your giving, to grow in your discipleship journey. Do know that, that pledges are not binding contracts. They're estimates for you. They're estimates for us. We know that life can change. Um, many of you know that my husband went back to school mid-year, so we went from two salaries to one. Life happens, we had to change our pledge. We know that might happen for you. I've often found in churches though, if something needs to give, other things come up, other new people come, we help each other out in those ways. The other reason to pledge is because it does help this church plan for 2022 to know tangibly what resources we can expect to make the biggest ministry impact to seek the kingdom here in Sandy Springs, to be salt and light. And our future friends, it is bright. It is flavorful. It is also dependent on your generosity. When you give, you are enabling life-changing ministry to happen in extraordinary ways. Your staff gathered this week for a mini retreat. We engaged in spiritual and biblical reflection together formal and informal time of fellowship and relationship building. And then we did strategic planning for 2022, the ministry we can do together. We put the church's vision on a big piece of white paper. We are a wellspring of love and hospitality. We seek to build life-changing relationships, nurture spiritual growth, and foster service through impactful partnerships. We also had all the elements of our faith flow, what it means to be a disciple, worship, connect, grow, serve, give, share. We made sure that in planning ministry, we were fulfilling the church's vision, your vision, and that what we were doing is actively participating in making disciples of Jesus Christ. We have an exciting year ahead, all kinds of ways for you to be engaged in ministry, as Elise said, to offer your gifts, which we need new teams to help share in this ministry. There's a whole lot, but I'm going to share with you some hopeful highlights. We will continue our Wednesday night refuel, kicking back off in January, fellowship through eating together, 
We're going to bring back in a biblical scholar for the adults to help us grow spiritually and biblically. There'll be opportunities for children and youth as well on Wednesday nights. We will continue to pack backpacks for local elementary schools so that those families can have food over the weekend every single Wednesday. Salt and light. We were really intentional about collaborating with our preschool community. Meredith Dunn, your preschool director, is an active part of our staff. How can we share the love of God together? We talked about preschoolers writing Valentine's cards to those in our church community who could use some love from young ones. For our annual Children's Sunday in April, we're going to invite the preschool families and have them sing. So children who are part of this church will be participating and leading, but also preschoolers will be singing and their families will be welcome here in the sanctuary. We hope to share the planning and the execution of a trunk or treat next fall all to grow closer with one another and share that light of Christ. We're going to serve together in the Sandy Springs MLK Day of Service. There's going to be an event this Saturday after Easter that's a fundraiser for a local nonprofit, one of our community partners, so that we can invite that great crowd that we have on Easter Sunday to a follow-up event where they can make an impact on the community, engage in fellowship with us for a day of fun, but also really give back as a community so that we have a larger impact than we could have on our own. There's so much more. One of the fun connect events we are planning is a talent show in May, and I'm telling you now so that you can start preparing your act. Your giving, friends, your generosity, it makes all of this possible. We are grateful for all that you have given, all that you will give thoughtfully and prayerfully for 2022. You do have those pledge cards in your bulletin today, as well as the hope cards. Next week is the official week when we are inviting you to bring those back. But if you are ready to give those today, we have envelopes uh, out in the narthex, or you can place it in the offering plate. We also have an online pledge card, and we are grateful. We do all of this, friends, so that we let our light shine before others, so that they may see our good works and give glory to our Father in heaven. May it be so. Make it so. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, 
but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.